Hey guys, welcome to Electronic Dance Money, your number one business resource for making money as electronic musicians and producers. Yo, yo, what is up? EDM producers back with a brand new episode of electronic dance money. I hope you guys are doing well. We're going to be hanging out for the next, oh, we'll see how long this goes for maybe 30 minutes ish talking about some potential business opportunities more or less. So I'm going to be starting this, um, long running series, longish running series. I haven't decided if it's going to be three parts or four parts, but we'll be doing some solo stuff talking about I mean, really, the the key thing we're going to be talking about today is teaching and coaching and how you can use that as a resource for one, being able to improve your skills as a producer um, and two, being able to actually start a business and what that business model kind of look looks like, uh, how to get started. Um, part two is going to be about promoting that actual type of service uh, in a, a very specific way, which I'll mention at the end of the episode here and then part three is going to be about pricing now i think there should be enough content in that one to talk about pricing yourself and you know pricing yourself is going to range across a number of things so it isn't necessarily going to be dedicated just to actually you know this service we're going to be talking about today with teaching and coaching you can use this for anything else uh, generally that episode is just about how do you price yourself, your time, your value, uh, for something you may not even being a, being making any money off of, you know, a, a lot of what plays into that is imposter syndrome, but we'll be talking about the different facets of like, well, if you price yourself too low, you're going to be approached by a specific type of clientele who is probably not going to be the person you want to really work with. And as you price yourself up higher, what that looks like with getting rejected more often and uh, getting a higher tier of clientele. So today is obviously, oh, and then uh, so either part four, either I'm going to do a part four or it's going to be included with part three. uh, Which part four is going to go into doing something like a sales call talking about selling and doing sales because that is a part of this business uh, or any sort of business that you're in now you could you might be able to make the argument of pitching yourself or pitching your sales pitching yourself or doing a sales type call with a record label i'd be really curious as to what that would look like because it would be more email format based unless you could actually get on the phone with a label head. That's a different episode for a different time in a completely different space. But in the in as a as a freelancer in the service industry, we'll be talking about doing sales calls for this type of business we'll be talking about today um or any other type of business. Now, I don't know if there's enough content in there for just the sales call stuff or if I'll combine part three and four to just make a part three about sales in general. 
uh, pricing yourself and then selling that price essentially. But for now, today we're going to be talking about teaching and coaching as a business model, what that looks like, because that's something that we haven't really dove into before. So we'll be diving into about four parts here, four to five parts, probably about four parts. Yeah, four steps on what you what you can do to start getting into the realm of teaching and coaching. And first, let's just start off with why. Why teach or coach? What I stated earlier is you're definitely going to improve your skills as a producer, especially if you're going over the theories that you think you know. I've talked about this in the past when I started doing lessons and teaching producers mixing. That's when my mixing got really fucking good. Same with mastering. It's when I started to understand concepts better. I started to understand how compressors worked. I started to understand how vocal production worked. I understood processing a lot more. I understood all of these things. They, they fortified my knowledge and solidified it and really improved my skills overall in, in ways I never thought that I would be able to improve my skills. So it was, it was a really, really wonderful thing. Now, branching off of that, one of the great things about this field of teaching or coaching is that your target market is massive in terms of who now, now obviously you probably if you're doing if you're specifically in the niche of EDM that narrows your audience a little bit more but you got to think about the broad scope of EDM producers out there and how many are actually out there there are a lot of EDM producers out there all wanting to learn if they're a good producer, then they'll be looking and learning and trying to find new people to actually learn from. So just based off of that, you already have one of the biggest markets out there. Now, take, for instance, my business model of mixing and mastering. Sure, there's a big audience out there, but not every EDM producer wants to hire an engineer. And that's just, you know, that's the those are the hard facts. Now, not every EDM producer will want to hire a, a coach or a teacher, but a lot want to learn from someone, uh, probably a lot more than than want to get mixing and mastering done. I, sh I should say mixing. A lot of producers need help with mastering, but thinking of things in that space, you've got a lot more opportunities out there, especially when we start diving into the sales call aspects and like pitching yourself. That's your opportunity to make it very clear why someone would want to hire you. Now, the second thing, or I should say, I'm, the third thing really would be some of the networking you'll actually be able to get out of this. You never know who you'll be able to meet and stay connected with. And you could be helping out someone who could potentially be huge later on down the road, which can give you some weight as well of saying, oh, I helped teach this person. I helped them turn into who they currently are now. That's a lot of social proof for you. And like we discussed, I think it was in the last episode, being able to tap into that network as well. Very, very important. So these are really the key things about why teaching and coaching can be extremely valuable. And this is just a portion of the things that I could come up with. Probably the three most important ones that I thought of. Uh, there's a million other reasons why this would be a great, great, great business resource for a lot of people. And 
I mean, one of the best is obviously improving your skills as a producer. Who doesn't want to do that? No better way to do that than to actually start teaching people the fundamentals that you know. Now, let's jump into step two, which would be about how to actually start finding these people, how to find these clients, these future clients of yours, your leads. Where are these people at? How do you get them to come to you? Well, one of the best things that I started doing, which one of my buddies, Mike, uh, who's been a longtime client of mine, how this is exactly how I found him. He was one of the very first people that I started doing mixing for. Uh, very first person I did a lesson with, and it was awesome. I learned a lot from him. He learned a lot, and we've been good friends ever since then. But there are fishing holes out there that you need to find. Now, think of a fishing hole as it's this. there's this big pond or, or this big ocean, big lake out there, and everyone in that, or every, every fish in that lake or the pond, whatever it is, is a lead and you're a fisherman and you're going out there to try to catch some fish. Uh, now there are some fish out there that are exactly your leads. There's some that are not. Uh, so there's think, think of these different ponds and these different lakes as being different types of services. These leads need that they're hanging out and looking at, looking for answers in. You have to go find your pond or your lake or your fishing hole and see where your leads hang out the most. Now, some of these places will have people who aren't necessarily the best leads for you. And so that's why you want to catch the right fish. You want to go to the right fishing hole. Reddit, I think it's r slash EDM producers, obviously a massive fishing hole. That's exactly where EDM producers are if you're in the EDM space doing teaching and coaching. A lot of people asking questions on there. Real easy to connect with people. That's where I connected with my buddy Mike. There might be some other places that, you know, if you go to r slash cooking, that's a big fishing hole for people who are doing cooking stuff. Not for you, though. That's not the right pond that you want to actually be at or the right. In, in this case, it would be a massive ocean. So. You have to find the right fishing holes where people are hanging out at. And this is where you can start building trust in that community and start engaging with people. And when you find someone who might be a good lead, it's time to step up to the plate and reach out to them and ask if they need help with anything um, or, you know, reel them in with some other sort of lead generation. Tech. Oh, I've got this article for you. I've got this one sheet or this video, whatever it is. And we'll be talking about marketing the your your services or what you do with content in just a minute so there's a bunch of other groups out there a bunch of other places that you can find good fishing holes obviously facebook groups are one meetup.com is actually a really 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 awesome one that's not utilized enough there's a lot of opportunity out there to meet a lot of awesome people um who are needing help I host a meetup group with uh, Alex from Storytime, which he was from episode, I think it was, was it episode five or six when we were talking about record labels. Him and I host a meetup group every month, uh, which if you want to check that out, head to enviousaudio.com slash linktree, and you should see the sign up for that. You can come hang out and uh, during a Zoom call with us and network with some other musicians. Now, another really great resource that you definitely want to utilize, 
as much as possible, which is the foundation to pretty much most um, freelance businesses is referrals. So people you know, think of anyone you know that you would lend $5 to or that would lend $5 to you. And those are the people that are within your network that would want to or be willing to reach out and connect you with people and refer your services. Now, if you know uh, a family friend, if you know a family member that knows someone that's a producer or anyone like that, who, again, would lend you $5 or you'd be willing to lend $5 to, those are the people that are probably going to refer your services if you reach out and say, hey, do you know anyone? Do you know so-and-so? Do you know anyone who does this that would be interested in this? You know, insert your service. In this case, teaching and coaching. Think about especially producer friends um, or even just your good friends. If your good friends know any producers, these are the people who you would want to reach out to to ask for referrals with. Um, and then as you start gaining more clients, ask those clients for referrals because they would obviously, you know, if they're paying for your services, they're willing to lend you $5, uh, quite literally. So these are the different resources you can start utilizing immediately to start finding clients. Uh, and eventually what we're going to start getting into is the actual marketing of the th this type of service with teaching and coaching or a pretty much a high premium service so it doesn't have to be just teaching coaching this is the way you would market something but I'll, I'll break that down in just a minute so let's just briefly go into some of the opportunities that are included with going into this type of market as well with teaching and coaching one of the things that it's starting to grow and become bigger and bigger and i believe what is needing more influencing for uh teachers is production schools there's a lot more production schools that are coming out um and i'm sure you guys probably know someone who's working on a production school or uh some famous artist that you know of that has some sort of course or production school because there's a lot of them out there and there's uh, a lot more growing every day and a lot that provide value now, obviously, you could grow into this and build something like this yourself. If you get the right team, it's a long process. Uh, but the actual idea of being hired into one of these schools is even better. Um, it's a much, much more reliable position. You know, you're not relying on yourself as much as you don't own the business. So... Now you obviously need to get to that get get there of wanting of someone wanting to hire you. So it's a little trickier, you know. If you don't want to own your business for forever, you don't want to run your own business. Again, this is supplemental stuff. It's a good way to get in the get a foot in the door of what that looks like in terms of like teaching and coaching, building some sort of curriculum that you teach to your students every single time. Uh, but in a, in a more private manner, because when we talk about coaching, it is more personalized. You know, you're finding their pain points, finding their struggles, and you're tackling those with the knowledge that you have based on whatever process it is that they're struggling with. This can be 
involved with many, many different things. Now, if you're an established artist um, or you were an established artist, you're wanting to move out of, the, out of that area as an established artist and you're wanting to take the more, more behind-the-scenes role. That's what I'm talking about here. Then getting into the teaching and coaching space is probably the best way to go. It's one of the best things to do. You have a lot more control over everything. Um, people are, I don't want to say they're at your whim, but they're looking for you. If they're looking for teaching and coaching, if they're wanting to learn, they're looking for you and they're thrilled to learn from someone, especially who's someone who's been around in the industry for a while. It's a great, great thing to actually jump into. Again, like we talked about, massive target market and your ability to actually grow someone into uh, being a real legitimate artist, especially with the knowledge that you know of the industry. Now, the, the second major opportunity that you're going to get with something like this would be creating passive income through some sort of course series, uh, which can be initially great, or sorry, I should say initially a pain in the ass, but the outcome can be great, especially when you're talking about passive income and you've got a really well-oiled marketing machine going on. Um, this is something you'd want to look to in the future, especially after years of doing teaching and coaching and knowing exactly how to deal and handle with every single problem or situation that someone may come to you in regards to artist development, production, mixing, mastering, kind of the full deal of being able to turn someone from no one to an actual produced artist who knows what they're doing, what they're talking about, and can go out into the world. Especially, let's also not to, not men, not forget to mention, while you're networking, doing all this stuff, uh, getting the opportunity, if you're connecting with record labels and being able to connect those artists with record labels, we're almost guaranteeing if you have your own record label, when they, let's say, graduate from your program and they can prove that they're consistent in releasing great music, they can release on either someone you know's record label or your own record label. I know Ill Gates does this with the producer dojo. It's a really well thought out idea, especially um, his like belt system for you significantly increasing your production skills. And over time, you hit a certain pace where you're going to you release a single on the producer dojo record label and then eventually an EP and then an album and you're playing shows at that point and He's really like set up this really well thought out system of how do you take a producer from nothing to actually being a full time artist. So it's a really well designed system. That's probably one of the best ones that I've seen in the industry. But if you think long term like like that and think about if you know anything about Ill Gates, um, he's been teaching for. Well over a decade now, I believe he does. a He did a lot of seminars. He worked with a lot of producers who are huge now before they were huge teaching them a lot of stuff. So think long term like that because he's established a massive empire in the teaching space uh, and you definitely should not get um, dissuaded to go into that space because there's still a lot of room for growth there. There's still a lot of opportunity. So the fourth step that we're going to be talking about here now is going to be how you need to actually get started with a service-based business like this. Step one is what we were talking about with Brian Hood the other, the other week. 
you gotta have a fucking website if you don't have a website you're fucking yourself you know if you haven't listened to that episode go listen to episode 51 uh with brian hood great great episode awesome to have him on talking about his easy funnel service but if you remember if you did listen to that episode and you remember back to it uh you'll remember the one thing we were really talking about a ton which is being able to control the message of your business which you can't do on social media you can't control how people see you or how they read the value that you provide now there's not to say it's not to say that there's not a way to show that there may be ways to show that through video format but you're not going to reach your audience the same that you do when someone actually clicks on your website or connect with them the same way when they click on your website and you can show them fundamentally all about you why they should hire you and how you provide that value because ultimately that's what you're going to be doing especially in the teaching and coaching world is you know something that someone else doesn't know and they need to know it so how are you going to translate that into copy on your website of how you provide value because that's ultimately what it means when someone's hiring you for teaching or coaching you know something they don't and they need access to that to make themselves better now going deeper into this idea of how to get started you know how to get clients but let's let's talk about play you know if, if you're tired of doing what would consider what would be considered cold outreach in these fishing holes um, and you've exhausted as many people as you can talk to about getting referrals, you've got to have a way to market the business. How the hell do you even market this type of service? There's many ways to market services. Um, there's many ways to market different businesses. Now let's talk about the ad space uh, because this is going to kind of go into our idea of pricing ourselves and what that looks like. There's ways you should run ads uh that are specific to your business model and what you're selling so let's say you're smelling let's say you're selling a an actual physical item that might cost twenty dollars that's the perfect thing to do what's called direct to market uh advertising which is where you're throwing an ad in front of someone's face let's say on facebook and you're saying hey come buy this product and you, maybe you show a video of someone using the product and you add in the ad why they should buy it. You know, this provides you value and because of X, Y, Z. They click on the ad and they go directly to the item where they can add it to a cart, purchase it and ship it to themselves and leave. Cost them $25. That is a great ad to have for that type of product. Now, let's say you're teaching or coaching and you decide to go the route of direct to market ads. And you're putting, you know, let's say you're putting ten or twenty dollars a day into these ads, and you have a high tier product of coaching and teaching, and you charge a hundred dollars an hour with a three hour minimum lesson, or let's say maybe you're even charging two hundred dollars an hour with a minimum one hour coaching lesson. You don't even show your prices, and you're trying to get someone to fill out a quote request. Well, this is a lot more difficult to sell because you're immediately sending someone into a website to, you know, let's say purchase this product or fill out your quote request. Um, and if that value is not translated well, they're more than likely not even going to click on it, especially from the initial ad stance. You know, when you're when you're 
writing copy for the ad and testing images, it's going to be difficult to actually get people to click on that ad. Um, it's even more difficult to find the target market for that ad um, that works. You know, when you're selling us a, a product like we discussed before, let's say you're selling a cup, some sort of cup or a mug, that is a very broad audience that would buy that. Now, let's say the cup is more specific. Mother's Day had just happened, so it's a Mother's Day mug. Well, that's more specific. You can target pages, people who follow pages, and people who are mothers and who are interested in things that mothers are interested in. Then that's much easier to sell. That's much easier to target. I'll tell you right now, targeting EDM producers on Facebook, a little bit trickier, a little bit more difficult. So when you're selling a high-tier product like this and just getting them onto your website, it's a lot harder to translate that value through the ad, translate the value through your website, and then get them to convert. It takes a long time and possibly a lot of money to find out what works. Now, what's the best thing to do for a high premium product like this? Something that costs a lot of money. $100 or more is what we're talking about here. The best thing to do is to get something like a webinar something that you're initially providing value for free and then get them into purchasing something or not. I shouldn't say you could either get them to a purchase something at the end, or maybe you want to get on a one-on-one -on -one call with them to do your sales call, which we'll get into later on. And we're going to be diving more into what a webinar is in part two. That's what we're going to be talking about because that's where you're selling a high premium product where you can gain the trust immediately from someone within 30 minutes to an hour. So that's going to be the best thing, especially in our, which, you know, webinar is something that I actually just started doing, um, which if you want to check it out, head to enviousaudio.com slash workshop. It's for EDM producers learning to mix. I'm selling a high premium product. So the webinar is the, one of the best ways to market that service because I can show them how I'm mixing, teach them how I do my mixing, and then towards the end, I get them on a sales call where we can finally, I can potentially get them to book me for actual mixing and mastering. So the third part of in this one section of how to get started, let's talk about more marketing stuff, which number one, uh, or I should say the third, even you could even argue this would be the third part of, you know, if you have direct to market sales advertising and, and then you have a webinar. Um, you all, there's a third avenue you can go in that with marketing, which would be content, obviously. And we've talked about content marketing before and how important it is. Now, the best type of content marketing for something like teaching and coaching, because that's our specific instance for this, uh, but you can still apply it to other things like, let's say, mixing and mastering, or if someone's going to hire you for production, YouTube is going to be the best thing. Videos, uh, you know, we've talked about in the past, especially in the last episode about podcasts, gaining that trust. There's no better way to gain trust than someone watching you or listening to you for an hour. Same goes for YouTube videos. No better way to gain trust than someone watching your 10 minute video where you're teaching them something and then you can offer something in the end or at the end of that. Now, you can see how a sales funnel could work this way too. Um, if you remember back to the episode we had with Wyatt where we were talking about sales funnels, Think of this as your sales funnel where you're creating content, free content for people on YouTube, where they're te you're, you're teaching them something that they need to know, and then you promote the webinar. And if they go and 
sign up for that webinar, they're moving down the funnel. They're even more interested in what you're offering. They're becoming warmer and warmer. Top of the funnel would be that ad. You market that webinar. They move to the middle of the funnel. They get through to the end of the webinar. And if you're selling a course, they purchase it. Or maybe you get them on a sales call to um, initially offer your teaching and coaching services. And they, they get on that sales call. Now they're at the bottom of the funnel and they're extremely hot. This is a hot, hot lead ready to be sold, ready to purchase. Now, this is actually where you can make that conversion and you can see how the sales funnel works. Uh, and this is where you can start testing things in your sales funnel to really tighten everything up and get everything going really well. Uh, you know, get those people faster down the funnel, make it more efficient, make it more relatable to them and apply to them more. But but YouTube is going to be one of the best resources, especially because people who are searching on for YouTube is the second most popular search engine right behind Google. So if you think of YouTube as being that massive search engine, people are searching for knowledge and lessons on there. And when you're teaching something and then you go, hey, you can hire me personally and we'll hang out. A lot of people are attracted to that. Seen tons of comments of people asking to hire people for one on one lessons or coaching. I've actually done it from other people's YouTube videos, specifically with sound design. So it's out there, it's possible, you can do it. And YouTube is definitely the best space to play in for this type of uh, service based industry with, you know, teaching and coaching. This still applies for something like, in my case, mixing mastering. I don't have everything I want to invest the time into YouTube. And I've uh, invested my time into other things that are working for me. Uh, but one day, I'm assuming I will at some point start making YouTube videos. And you guys will be able to check that stuff out. But definitely, you'll need to get that website set up before you get started. You already have a plan to get clients. You now have an idea of what it looks like to actually market that business. And you can also start creating content for that business type. So in part two, we're actually going to look more into what that webinar looks like, everything you need involved with that webinar, resources for that webinar, uh, as well as how to get that webinar and set up and start promoting it itself. Um, I've got a couple of really great resources for you guys to check out when you're actually promoting that type of service. So. That's pretty much it for this episode, guys. Like I said, if you want to go check out my own workshop, head to enviousaudio.com slash workshop. Otherwise, I'll see you guys in a couple weeks and uh, take care.